Greetings, friend, and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, where we are working every day to remove the self-limiting beliefs that are preventing us from becoming the heroes of our own stories. The holiday season is in full swing. In fact, I would even go so far as to say the Christmas season was in full swing even before Halloween came around this year. It seems to creep in earlier and earlier every year, in my opinion. And there are some people who genuinely do love the spirit of Christmas and the season that it brings. I have a friend who is a professional Santa, and so I'm seeing a lot of stuff about Christmas on my socials just from being friends with him. And another friend of mine I've known for many years now, actually, is one of those that as soon as Christmas is over, he posts a new countdown saying, hey, guess what? In case you didn't know, Christmas is 365 days away. There are those people who genuinely do see the holiday season as a time of joy, a time of tradition, a time of celebration, and... There are individuals like me where I'm like, okay, can we celebrate thankfulness before we get into probably the most consumeristic time of year? At least that's kind of how it seems to me. And at the same time, there are individuals who look at the holidays with nothing but complete and total dread. In fact, a lot of conversations I'm having with clients these days center around preparing for the holidays. There is this dynamic that happens a lot, and I've seen this in many anecdotal stories with my own clients, with myself, my family, and some of the people that I interact with, that when Christmas comes around or even Thanksgiving, there are such strong expectations that this is going to be a time for family. It's going to be a time for everyone to get together. We are going to prioritize these moments of family, honor the traditions, and we often travel to go back, in many cases, to the houses that we grew up in. And it's almost as if we revert back to the roles that we had when we were children, when we are around our siblings, when we're around our parents, and There's a lot of people where that was not a very good time. I'm one of those. There's a podcast that will be coming out later that's going to explain that in much more detail. But let's just say, especially when I was in middle school and high school, I was a very depressed individual. And that meant that this depression would oftentimes bleed into the holidays. I would just become quiet. 
a perfect example of this is when I go celebrate Christmas with my in-laws. Of course, the focus is very much on with the kids getting all the presents. They want to have all the cool toys and everything that's just waiting for them. And it's not a house that I grew up in, and yet I also have my place in there. I have my role. And that oftentimes is the individual that when the TV is on and everyone's watching the football games or maybe it's a Christmas movie and the kids are just kind of doing their own thing, playing with their toys, I'm there on my Nintendo Switch or on my Steam Deck, just one of my handheld consoles, and I'm just playing a game. I don't really take much interest in what else is going on. And it's no surprise that I'm just not a fan of sports. I've mentioned that before. So watching people playing sports, especially on a time where these players should be with their families, if we're holding to these traditions and the, the family values of the holiday season, we have individuals that are away from their families and they're playing something that I'm not even interested in. And yet there is apparently a need for it because there are games that are playing all the time. And my father-in-law and my brother-in-law love to switch between games in order to see what's going on. And maybe some of these football games that they're playing are not actually live. Maybe they're pre-recorded. Maybe they're highlights. If I took, I don't know, 10 seconds to actually try and pay attention, I might actually know that. But again, it just doesn't interest me. I would like to invite you to just check in with yourself right now. As Christmas is coming up, we are between the oft-forgotten holiday of Thanksgiving because it's just steamrolled by Christmas and it kind of seems like Halloween's on the way of being steamrolled as well. What feelings come up inside of you? Are you excited to partake in the holidays? Are you excited to spend time with family and friends? Are you instead dreading the thought of trying to come up with the logistics of how we're going to make this work, how we're going to meet with this side of the family and also this side of the family. Maybe you're not out of the house yet and the traditions that have been well established are just kind of going along their natural path. How do you feel about that? And I would encourage you that if you are not feeling elation and excitement and joy and this beautiful anticipation of what is to come, then you might want to start examining why that is. Maybe there are family members that you don't want to spend time with. Maybe there are certain individuals that whenever you're around them, it's very uncomfortable. Maybe 
They belittle you. Maybe they pick at your flaws. Maybe this season has just been so full of disappointment in the past. Maybe you lost someone very special around this time of year. Maybe you're still grieving that loss. Maybe it's your first holiday season wondering how you're going to celebrate without this very important person in your life. Maybe you have no family to go to. For most people, it seems, the Christmas season is not the most wonderful time of the year, as the song says. For a lot of people, Christmas and just the holidays in general are a very triggering time of the year. It is a time when you are reminded of your status, your finances. It's a time that you're reminded of what you've lost or maybe the very uncomfortable and even hurtful people that are in your life that you don't want to devote this time to. That's why I would love to just take some time and talk about how you can take care of yourself over this season. When we are talking about being the heroes of our own stories, that means doing uncomfortable things that maybe we don't want to do. I don't know about you, but I don't know of a whole lot of people that really want to get into the mess of their lives in order to figure out what's causing some of these underlying behaviors that are in our lives that are keeping us stuck where we're at. I've not been shy about admitting that when I have certain self-limiting beliefs come up, it's like, okay, can we just get over this, please? I don't feel comfortable here. A part of being these heroes that this world needs is doing and being around difficult situations and allowing ourselves the space and the grace to be present and also take care of ourselves. A great example of this with my wife and I is typically when we are driving to her parents' place and we're going to be celebrating Christmas with her side of the family, one of the things that we do whenever we're on the drive is we come up with, okay, what's a good time for us to leave? How long do you want to be there? Sometimes the expectation is you're going to be there for a couple of days and there's going to be people staying the night and the house is going to be full. That's not the case for Libby and I. For us, these are day trips. We don't really travel very far. There isn't a need for us to spend the night a lot of the times. And our families are okay with that. It, it works out. This is a way for us to take care of ourselves. We can get so overstimulated, especially when there are young children who are just being young children. They get excited. Things are outside of their normal routine. There are instances when there's meltdowns that take place. I'm really putting myself out there right now. 
in that there have been times where Libby and I have been driving over to either her family's houses or going over to mine and we have a little bet. It's like, well, how many meltdowns do you think we're going to have today? When the kids are younger, it's a very common occurrence and it's very taxing to us, especially for two individuals that feel not just our own emotions, but the emotions of others very strongly. What we try and do is we prepare and we plan. In the moment, what can we do in order to keep ourselves sane and keep ourselves from becoming so checked out that we're effectively husks that are just there taking up space during a time when we would rather be engaged. Sometimes that's just going for a walk. We don't often spend time with our families on the holiday. It seems more and more we are going there after, like before or after, because that's the only way that we could make the timings work, which also means that there are places operating for their normal business hours. Well, we might just go walk to downtown and go get ourselves a coffee and just kind of get away from all the ruckus if there is a meltdown taking place. Thankfully, most of my nieces and nephews are getting out of the age where that's a very common thing. They're getting better about being able to express themselves instead of having these emotions that they don't know what to do with. Sometimes it's just trying to figure out the logistics of everything. I have three families to try and coordinate this with. I have Libby's side of the family and then both my parents are divorced. So there was a time when we were effectively having like three holidays. And that can be exhausting. That can be really difficult to try and figure out. And one of the things that we had to learn very early on is we're not going to please everyone. And that's an important thing for us to remember during this time is we're not going to please everyone. There might be some years where you can. There might be some years where you can split your Christmas between this side of the family and then this side of the family and everyone's going to be fine. For some individuals, that's not going to cut it. It's like, no, we spend the entire day together as a family. That's how we've always done it. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's not how it happens anymore. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Dad. I have other people in my life, too. And some feelings are going to be hurt. Some people are not going to feel prioritized. One of the things I talk with a lot of my clients about during this time of year is how necessary it is for us to have healthy boundaries with everyone, including those closest to us. When we're talking about boundaries, we are talking about what you need to do in order to keep yourself safe. 
There are some people, they are the best intention, most loving individuals, and yet at times they're not the safest. Have you ever been thrown in the car and put on a guilt trip because you didn't do something that your mom or your dad expected? Or, hey, Grandma and Grandpa are coming down to visit us for the holidays. We'd love to have you there. I'm sorry, but I already have plans. Oh, well, you know, you don't know how long Grandma and Grandpa are going to be around. Has that ever happened to you? I've sure been put on many, many guilt trips in the past. That's something that I don't, I, I don't accept that anymore. I stand up for myself when I have a family member who is trying to guilt me into doing something because I want to be able to spend time with family and have it be genuine and be there with the sole purpose of just wanting to celebrate and be together with family. I don't want to feel guilty because I'm, I'm upsetting someone or because I'm breaking tradition. I don't take it anymore. And I let people know. I'm not mean about it or anything, but I, I have had, even recently, I've had some family members who have sent me a text message and the only thing that I could read through it was guilt, even though I'm certain that that's not what they intended, that's how I received it. In fact, text is not the best way to try and get these messages across because you need to see and hear what the person says, their mannerisms, their tone of voice. Those are all important for us to get the information across. If all it is is text, you're missing out on at least 90% of what's being communicated. And I've also found out that we're really bad about filling in that 90% because we tend to go to the worst possible interpretation of this. Someone could absolutely just send a joke and we're gonna take it personally because we didn't hear or see anything beyond just the text. And so I am honest. I will receive some of these messages where they're guilting and I let them know, hey, this is how I'm feeling. When you say this, it makes me feel this way. And it also makes me want to not be around you. It makes me want to do the opposite of what you are intending for this to do. I'm just honest. I let them know how I'm feeling. I use I feel statements and I tell them this is a boundary that I'm setting up to protect myself. And if this boundary is crossed, this is the consequence for it. I do want to specify it's not like I'm punishing these people. Yet it is a very real situation that takes place when I feel guilted into something and what I want to do and what I often do is I start to shut myself off from that individual. 
for someone who's wanting to spend time with me, trying to guilt me into something, not a great way to do it. This is to help us have a better relationship and much more honest communication. That's a big part of trying to take care of ourselves during these very stressful seasons. What is it that you need to do to take care of yourself? What do you need in order to make sure that you can survive this season without returning to things that are not helping you in your life? What do you need to do to make it so you're not just going to start drinking alcohol just to handle whatever's happening around you? What are you going to do in order to keep yourself from being overwhelmed by everything that's taking place around you? What do you need to do to make sure that your family is safe during this season? I have worked with individuals that have had to confront either their parents or their in-laws because of how they are treating their spouse. That can be very difficult. And yet, it can also be a very important thing to make sure that your loved ones know that you care for them, especially if you're married. It's important that your spouse knows that you love them, you're going to take their side, you're not just immediately going to jump to one side or the other. You're there to support your spouse, you're there to support your kids. There are some individuals that have had to stand up to their parents because there's some unhealthy habits that are a part of these traditions that have just been a part of this season for as long as they can remember. Those are difficult conversations to have. And as I keep saying, they, if handled well, will allow you to have a much stronger relationship with these individuals. For some people, it's unfortunate that this happens the way that it does, but there are people who set up these boundaries with these logical and natural consequences. And what ends up coming up is vitriol and hate and shame and guilt. And it's almost as if it ruins the relationship. There are some people that don't want to have their garbage brought out for everyone to see. And if that's the situation that you're in, those people are not going to be the healthiest to be around for the holidays. Doesn't matter how many traditions you're breaking, doesn't matter how much you're being doesn't matter how much you're disappointing these people. If they're not healthy for you or your loved ones to be around, then don't be around them. Don't. Just don't do it. One of the things that I hope you take away from this episode is we need to do what is necessary for us to take care of ourselves. 
And by taking care of ourselves, it is important that we do not return to our maladaptive coping mechanisms. That's something that I have to try and do every single year when this comes around. The Christmas season has often been a very stressful time for Libby and myself. We aren't always in the best financial situation at times for everything that we would like to do, which means we have to say no to some things. And that's okay. It is okay to say no and exercise that power. Sometimes for us, it's been because of work. There's just a lot of stress around this time of year, a lot of things to get wrapped up. There are often some traumas that come up during this time as well. It's unfortunate that a time that is supposed to be centered around joy is oftentimes one that has been laced with so much trauma that it's difficult to recognize the good that is coming with this season, with the people around us. So take care of yourself. Take care of your needs. Take care of your family's needs. Make sure that you're safe. Make sure that you're safe physically. You don't want to spend the holidays with people who are going to be physically abusive. Make sure that you are emotionally and mentally safe. You don't want to spend the holidays with people who are just going to make you feel like the worst little kid possible with their words and their lack of care or even acknowledging the harm that they're doing. And if there's one thing that I have learned over these years is traditions sometimes are meant to be torn down and new ones are meant to be established. There's nothing wrong with coming up with new traditions for you and your family. Give yourself the space and the grace and the compassion to do what you need to to keep yourself from returning to the self-limiting beliefs that are preventing you from being the hero of your story. You're worth it. And as I keep saying, the world needs heroes like you. The world needs more heroes like you. I hope that this season does treat you well this year. If you celebrate Christmas, if it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or some other winter holiday, I hope that you have a great time. I truly do. If that is not what you are anticipating, then please do what you need to in order to make this as safe of a holiday as possible. And until next time, live strong for today. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and you're interested in working with me, there is a link to my website in the show notes and also a link just to schedule a free 50-minute one-on-one call with me. Let's get the conversation started. Also, please rate and review this podcast so more people are able to find it. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.